Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Usually and typically you will hear me interview others about business and being parents and all things mompreneur on the show and controlling the chaos. But this week, you're going to get to see a little bit of a different uh, light in me. So I was very privileged to be on the Genuine Mom Club podcast by host Jamie Davis. And we had an amazing conversation. It was super fun to chat with her. And she graciously gave me the episode that I could share here for you guys to listen to. It's important to me for you to hear all sides of things and hear me talk about some things that are going on in my life very candidly. I know I typically will interview others, and I thought that this would be a nice treat for you. I really enjoyed our conversation. We touched on a lot of different things from business to home life to uh, organization tips to business tips. And so I hope you really enjoy this very special episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Whether you're a mompreneur, a stay-at-home mom, a work-from-home mom, or a career mama that goes to work every single day, I have no doubt that you struggle sometimes with the balance of mom life, work life, home life, and just straight up raising a family. Are there ways to make it easier? The answer is 100% yes. Today, we have an incredible guest coming all the way from Austin, Texas. She's a mompreneur, a coach, and an example when it comes to all things balance and productivity. And she wants to help you reach your goals and feel good while you do it. So without further ado, let's start the show. I'm so glad that you found the Genuine Mom Club podcast. We live in a digital world that so often leaves mamas behind. That's why I'm here to help you get through the days and not feel so alone. I'll be covering topics from anxiety to homeschool to health to raising kids and so much more. I'll be joined by some pretty incredible experts on all of these various topics to help you with all of your mama questions. Whatever you need, I'm right here to help you. Thank you for listening to the Genuine Mom Club podcast. Welcome to the Genuine Mom Club podcast. You are listening to a very special episode. Today, I have an incredible guest coming all the way from Austin, Texas. I am so excited that she is joining us today, and I really, truly hope that you are as well. So work from home life can be exhausting. Being a mom can be exhausting. There are so many things that can leave us feeling completely and utterly just completely I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's this exhaustion, but there's a level of exhaustion that only moms would understand. It's really hard sometimes to find balance. And sometimes you may find that your home gets like completely cluttered and you just are too busy to deal with it. And just things just, they get out of hand. So we have a very special guest today that's going to be talking to us about how to balance it all and how to do a good job while you're balancing it. Following the crumbs and the chaos is a full-time job as a productivity coach. As a busy mom of three and the founder of Chaos and Cookies, keeping moms from crumbling is her main objective. 
After gaining 10 plus years of experience as a director of marketing, helping build multiple six and seven figure businesses for other women, Heather created the chaos control system to equip moms to overcome their own objectives so they can live the life they want to live and start the business they have always wanted. The family playbook or standard operating procedure is the tool every mama needs to save time and stress less when chaos ensues at home. Heather also helps new business owners simplify systems on social media and other business platforms to automate processes to get their businesses up and running quickly and efficiently with how-to tutorials and hands-on coaching. She's helped hundreds of women to be more productive and self-sufficient in their homes and businesses, allowing them to reclaim the control of the chaos. So welcome to the Genuine Mom Club podcast, Heather. I am so psyched that you're joining us today. I have heard nothing but amazing things about you, and I just cannot wait to grab your opinion and share it with my listeners. So thank you so much, Heather, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited for you to pick my brain. Yeah, I've become really good at picking people's brains. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So beware. Oh boy. Okay. So before we jump into like the big questions, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Uh, so I live in Texas and I have three kids that we, we talked about earlier. They're seven, six, and four right now. And, uh, three old dogs. And I, um, am an efficiency expert and entrepreneur and I help, uh, mainly business owners that are mostly moms, um, understand how to use social media through Instagram boot camps, and also how to be more efficient while at home, like running their house, almost like a business. So I have an SOP or standard operating procedure called the chaos control system. So it's an instruction manual for your home that you would fill out. So if someone could just turn the page and know what to do. That is so awesome. So what brought you to that? Like what, what made you decide you wanted to like coach and how did coaching kind of change your life? So I was an exercise science major. Um, I was in sales and marketing for a long time in the legal world. And after the company that I worked for was acquired, I decided I would stay home with the kids and ride out a non-compete and all that fun stuff. And I have, um, a health and wellness background. I have an exercise science degree, like I said, and, um, I ended up becoming a health and wellness coach for a virtual, uh, business. And when I was working with my clients and I finally got to use my degree, I saw that they were also having trouble with other aspects in their life, juggling it, um, trying to figure out how to, you know, manage it all. And so I was like, well, because I just was the victim ish of an acquisition, if I'm working for a virtual company, that may or may not be bought, then what? And so I like to be in charge of my own destiny. So I started chaos and cookies, which is my business and wanted to extend the coaching on like the home side of time management and time blocking and finding the time. Uh, and if it was a health and wellness speech, I could help you there too. So that's how it came to be. So that kind of drew you to like the mompreneur, right? Like that whole, yes. like, yeah. That because the majority so awesome. of the women that I was working with were either peri 
menopausal or postmenopausal. So their kids were grown and moving out of the house or they were older and they were trying to get like their business up and running and trying to, you know, redefine themselves. And so with that came the social media piece because I was using social media to market myself because it was virtual and COVID happened about a year after. And I was doing it so quickly and everyone was like, I don't understand how to do it. And because of the generation, it was like they were open to it, but didn't really know how to do it quickly. And so that morphed into teaching social media, but more of a how-to basis. Like this is what you click and this is the button you push and this is how you post and why you post and explaining it to them that way. So it's been really a really great thing to do um, for others. That is awesome. So can you share what the five things are that you need to do to keep your family and your business sort of running in a routine? Lots of things. The first thing is to have a schedule, some sort of scheduling tool, whether that be a Google calendar, a paper calendar, some sort of method in order to keep everyone's schedules together. So I have three kids Luckily, they're all in schools where they're all at the same school. So I can do one drop off one pickup. But if you don't know where their activities lie and then your meetings and things like that, um, it's really great to have some sort of calendar. So my calendar for one is on my refrigerator. Um, It's like one of those smart refrigerators. So it just, it just updates through Google. Uh, And then I also have like a whiteboard one. And I also have one on my phone. So I have a backup in case technology fails. I can't get out my calendar and it's color coded, which is another really great piece. So the kids that don't read can at least see their color and know that there's something for them that day because my preschooler doesn't read. He knows Z, like he knows his name and recognizes it. So, and if he knows he's green Mm -hmm. or blue or whatever color he is, then he's like, oh, I have something that day. And my others that are, you know, my second grader knows how to read. My first grader is learning. And so it's a really great way for them to understand it and see it be prepared in a way, even though they don't know how to read. So I would say color coding is a huge, a huge thing as well. Another thing that you could do to keep your business and your home life running is organization, having places for everything. Uh, One of my biggest tips is when you're at home, we've got, you've got kids like they're young and there's toys and stuff all over the place, but, uh, to limit where they're allowed to have it. So like not your bedroom and not, um, like obviously the bathrooms or anything like that. But if you are going to have toys or any type of space for them have obviously like something that looks nice in your home. If you're into that, like not everybody cares what, like if it's neat and tidy or looks put together like a you know, staging, (laughs) but I am. So I use practical uh, ottomans and things, but if you have practical storage that also looks like furniture, the best thing to do is one to keep a bin in every room um, just so you can collect things as you pick up. And then they would have a designated space like, Hey, go into the bin, take everything out and go put it away. And the second thing is if you're going to have some sort of storage to always put it when you're walking into a room, to keep it by the entrance, because when you're walking into a room, people won't see. And then when you're leaving the room, it's an easy way to just pick something up and and toss it. So it's like more efficient uh, and practical. So people aren't seeing it. You feel more comfortable, but it's also very convenient for you. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I think because kids will bring stuff around all the time and there's piles and, yeah, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of, you know, paper piles is a huge thing too when you have kids bringing home schoolwork oh and so much and then you so throw much. it away when they're not looking, you just take a picture <laughs> of it or it's like, this is beautiful, honey. And then you like bury it underneath the trash. So if they don't open yeah. the trash and be like, yeah. why is my picture of one line on there? It was special. <laughs> like, no, I didn't. Oh, you weren't supposed to see that. Oops. That was a mistake. That, I'm sorry, honey. That oh was an accident. Goodness. Why are there so many papers? So much paper. And so having a system in place for your paperwork. So going through it once a week, and knowing like, this is fi- like, I need to file this for taxes. This is trash. This is something that I like bills I need to pay. And then you can, you know, so you have different systems. So yeah, you're keeping those piles. Mom yawn. Sorry. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's at two okay. o'clock, three o'clock <laughs> yawn time. And it's like, Ooh, push through. Um, and so going through those paper piles is a really great thing. Cause it keeps your your countertops cleared out. It keeps you organized and keeps you caught up. So you're not late on bills or missing deadlines. Um, another really great tip to keep things going, especially with kids is, you know, those, um, like shoe racks, like that hang from like a closet rung, like a, you know, they like, yeah, yeah. Velcro down and they've got little boxes and you put shoes in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, if you have one for the week, like you want five because there's five days of school, you yeah. can put, you could roll up their outfits of for each day and stick them in each rung and label them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's and so, so that, so that way say it's like crazy hat day at school or yeah. polka dot socks. And they're going to be the only kid without polka dot socks because <laughs> you forgot that morning to get them some. But if you plan <laughs> ahead for the week, you can put them all out. And so that way, I mean, my kids wear uniforms, but like some days are PE days. And I'm like, what day is PE? Like you have all your days are different. And I don't know. Um, But you would roll them out at the beginning of the week on Sunday night and you would put them all out. They can pick out what they want to wear. And then when they get up in the morning, they just go to the day and pick out the clothes and then they get dressed on their own. That's a really great way to keep your house functioning and also your kids from uh, complaining or you yelling at them, like, are you going to wear this or that? Or, Oh, you're wearing that. That's a great outfit. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Cause it makes them feel like they're independent. You're also confident that everything's laid out for the weather. Cause you know, it could, they could pick shorts and it's freezing outside. You never know. I mean, sometimes my, my daughter the other day came out in a long sleeve dress and leggings. I'm like, it's 97 degrees outside. <laughs> You're dressed for winter. Like I understand that you are feeling the fall vibes girl, but like <laughs> You're going to overheat. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's like my daughter. She just like doesn't understand when to dress properly. Like sometimes she's wearing like like this today, for example, it's cold outside and she's legit wearing like shorts and a tank top. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> you clearly don't know what. Yeah. OK, so that's cool. So like a little storage unit, kind of like for the shoes, but you put clothes in it. Yeah, it's the thing that hangs Hard. like Velcro. Yeah. along the hanger, why, yeah. the, you know, the bar, the closet I know, bar. I, I, don't I know. get you girl. I get yeah, you. You've got I it. Know what and, you're <laughs> yeah. And you can even cut it like you could cut it or whatever. And you can even, and just put them in the little, in the little That's spaces. So cool. Yeah. That's amazing. 
it keeps, it keeps things moving. Wow. Things moving. Speaking of laundry, I'm like super intrigued by the folding laundry in the car. Mm. Um, I, I read about that. And so, uh, yeah. Can you share like why you were folding laundry in your car? And, and that's only where I'll go. The only place yeah, I'll like, do it. Really? <laughs> I mean, no, it's a lie. Like if I can oh. like, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yes, I, that's the best place to do it because I don't like to sit still, but if I have a way to do it at home, sure. But that's what brought a lot of, uh, attention my way. Wow. Uh, when COVID started, we, so my husband typically travels. He was never here. So I always had a caller or a nanny. It's a glorified babysitter or mom helper. Like she would just help me. Like if I needed the grocery store, or if I needed them to go, whatever, she would just help me whatever I needed. And when COVID happened, uh, last year and they went back to school, but we still didn't have full-time help or really any help at all. I was then doing the, the pickups and the drop-offs, which I never used to do. She would do it because I would work in the afternoons or do stuff. So it would buy me a couple more hours. Mm. And I was laundry is my kryptonite. I hate laundry. I Same. despise it. <laughs> I mean, I can throw in a load, but folding it and putting yeah. it away. Yeah. Man, oh man, it will sit and sit. It really does. <laughs> like everyone's got their thing. And that is yeah. my thing. Yeah. I, I've gotten better at folding. Like I don't mind folding now because it's kind of therapeutic, but putting it away, I'm like, oh, I gotta go like find a place. The kids like drawers are always a mess. But I was doing laundry. I was like hyped myself up. I had all this laundry I was catching up on because of course I had let it sit forever. <laughs> and it's COVID, whatever. And uh I was like, my alarm went off. Um at 2.30, like he does every day to go pick them up from school. Right. And I was like, oh man, like I'm on a roll. I've got to stop what I'm doing. I've got to go and get them. And then I got to try and figure out how to finish it because what's going to happen is when they come in, they're going to just jump all over it and they're going to oh, ruin man. all the work I've done. Yeah. And I've had it like on the floor. And uh, I was like, you know what? F it. Like <laughs> I grab, <laughs> I grab the the, it was like one of the flexible ones that you can yeah. get like target. I grab it by the handle. I'm like, you're coming with me. And I grab the <laughs> basket of unfolded laundry. And I'm like, I have to sit in this carpool line for 30 to 45 minutes because you want to get a spot that's not too far back, <laughs> but you don't want to leave that early because then you get all this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to sit in my car and just probably scroll through social media or go through my email and do nothing. <laughs> and it's like, I need to make like, I just need to be more practical. So I was like, no. So when I got to my spot in my carpool lane, I just folded my laundry. I snapped a shot, like multitasking, doing laundry in my car. <laughs> Literally as I'm driving through the carpool lane, I had the entire thing folded, ready wow. to go. But two people, cause at the time you had to roll the window down, you have to tell them who you're picking up. Right. And the first person was like, is that laundry? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, did you fold, like, did you just fold laundry in your car? I'm like, yeah. They're like, that's genius. <laughs> like, why would I not think of that? That's awesome. I was like, oh, well, all right. Well, I just, thanks. And so then the next person comes to make sure that you call the right kid. It was a gentleman. It was the PE teacher. And he's like, is that your laundry? I'm like, yes, it's my laundry. They're like, I got to tell my wife, this is just incredible. She always tells me she has no time. And oh this is great because you sit there for 45 minutes, just scrolling on your phone. 
And I was like, I'm onto something. And it went viral. People went crazy for it. And now I've got clients and friends that text me like I'm doing laundry. That's all I do in my car. That's all they do now. That is awesome. Yeah. And so random. I've never thought to bring laundry in my car. That is. But think about it. Think about like you sit there and wait to pick them up for a good 30 minutes and you're not moving at that time. You're just sitting on the side of the road and it's not like a moving line. Because once the line moves, you're done. Like, oh, it'll be five minutes. But when you sit there waiting your turn, yeah, get some because you have to think about it this way. Like when you're at home folding laundry, you're in one spot. It's true. You're not walking around folding laundry. Yeah. Like I folded laundry yesterday while my kids were eating dinner and I was doing it on the kitchen table and they were eating at the island. So I was folding and like doing dinner at the same time. But for the most part, you're standing in one spot. So if you're sitting in one spot. Might as well do it while you're like in the car. That's actually, that's a really good idea. See, my kids are homeschooled, so we don't have the the drop-off situation, but we have music lessons. So, oh, and gymnastics. I could probably fold then too. Oh, bring it to gymnastics. You sit there and watch them do the same tumble 16 times. Mommy, watch this, (laughs) Uh, you know, or you're avoiding the mom that you don't really want to talk to. So just fold laundry. (laughs) You could even start a laundry folding club and be like, hey, I'm bringing my laundry and you guys can hold full laundry together and make it a thing. That would be so fun. I know it sounds crazy, but think about it. How long in gymnastics? An, An hour? hour. Yeah. That's a long time. What are you going to yeah. do? What do you do when you're there other than watch them the whole time, I which mean, you know, you don't. I generally just, <laughs> I, I generally just drop them off and go shopping. <laughs> For more clothes to fold. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a class A parent in case you- I like it. Hey, it's better than you not being present on your phone, right? At least you're just acknowledging That's like, true. I'll pick you up after. And they're older, you know, so yeah. they can handle like mine are still young, like trying to drop them off. They look at me like, no, no, you don't drop those kids off. Like you can't, you have to stay. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. My kids are at that age now where it's like, they don't really care if I stay. So I'm like, I'm just going to go shopping because whatever. Yeah. Or fold laundry. Yeah. So I have been doing my grocery shopping when they're in gymnastics because that I don't have to do with them, which is better. Oh, that's another tip. Don't go grocery shopping with your children because you will walk (sighs) out with more than you wanted to. You walked out with stuff that you don't typically want to buy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My four-year-old loves the grocery store. I'm like, no. Yeah. And it's just, it gets so expensive. And then it takes like, I swear it takes like double the time because they're just so like, Oh, well, it, like I want to touch this and this and this and this. And I'm like, come on, please. Like I want to triple to the time here. Oh, drives me crazy. Yes. And then you got to tell them no 16 times. And I hate telling my kids no. Yeah. And then I feel like a bad guy when I leave the store. So it's either I just buy all of the junk or I feel like a bad guy. So it's either yeah. like buy all the junk, feel like a bad parent because your kids are going to eat junk or say no 150 million times and then also feel like a bad guy. Because they're going to pout and whine and yeah, I know. And there's no, I mean, there's a little bit of compromise. You could be like, you could pick two things. That's it. Those are two things. Yeah. I mean, that's always a good way of doing it. But if you've got three kids that sell six things and (laughs) (laughs) then I got six things of junk. (laughs) Yeah. And they just like, um, my kids are like prime negotiators. I don't know, like hundred percent. Like, I, I'm like, where did you learn this? Cause they're just so like, 
they just know how to like get in these certain spots where they can just like have the best argument possible. And it's just impossible to argue back. So it's like, yeah, grocery shopping is not my thing with them. I hate grocery shopping period. And, uh, bringing children is just not an option. I think I could probably count on one hand how many times I've taken my children grocery shopping. That's amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. I don't do it. I'm like, nope, I will Instacart it. I will send somebody else to do it. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's like the, where they shop for you thing now. Right. So that's, yeah, I don't typically do that. Like I would have my nanny, like, Hey, I need this from the grocery store. Um, they typically know what I like. Cause I just don't like going I'll overbuy. I'll, you know, you're tempted more there. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) So true. Those Oreos look fantastic. Do I need them? No. Do I want them right now? Yes, I do. And that's another tip. Never go grocery shopping hungry. Ever. Worst mistake ever. Never go grocery shopping hungry. Always have a snack before you go because then (laughs) you won't be like, God, I'm so hungry. And that sounds so good. Then you're like hating yourself because you bought the crap. Yeah. Or like (laughs) never take your kids grocery shopping when they're hungry. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Because then they'll start eating everything in the cart and you're like, crap. I'm like, oh, yep. Yep. Like the pouches. Oh, oh man. Worse. Oh, the pouches. They're like, can you open that? And ha- can I have one now? I'm like, and pouches are so easy. Cause they're on the go anyway. Like, sure. Yeah. And then they'll be through the whole box. I'm like, okay, you just ate half the box in the grocery <laughs> store. We haven't even gotten to check out. And now I got to go back to the aisle and go get it again, which I'm sure you're going to want uh, something else in that aisle. Right. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> All right. Sorry. We just went off on a grocery cart tangent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went from laundry to grocery shopping. I mean, those are pretty like key things. Standard mom things. Yeah. Annoying mom things. <laughs> Two things that... <laughs> and co- I don't like cooking. Do you like cooking? I used to hate cooking. And then I learned to like it because I found the right cookbook. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What, what cookbook? So, so at first I didn't like cooking because I hated the fact I couldn't just like go to the store and yeah. be like, I'm going to make X and go get all <laughs> the stuff without a recipe. I'm like, no, nope, where's the recipe? I can't choose a recipe with more than six things because yeah. it like swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> and then it usually tastes bad because it's not seasoned as well as the one that had 16 <laughs> things. Yeah, But I am getting better at that where I'm like, oh, I could just whip this up. And so Cook Once, Eat All Week is my favorite book. It's by Cassie Joy Garcia. She owns Fed and Fit. I, she was my dream podcast guest and she was just on my podcast like a month ago. I was super oh, excited, awesome. by the way. It took That's me so a year cool. to get her. Just shout out, Cassie. Uh, she just had a new cookbook come out called Cook Once Dinner Fix where um, there's, so the the concept that she has is vegan if you want and it's dairy-free if you want gluten-free, but yeah. she gives you the options to like switch. And cool. in the book for Cook Once Eat All Week, it's, she gives you three, I like main ingredients, like chicken, broccoli, and potatoes, let's just say. And she will give you three recipes with those three main dishes. Wow. And then she'll give you some bonus ones. But the way that, what I like about it is because the fifth thing on the list of like how to get your household to really keep going is meal prepping and really like knowing what you're going to feed your kids or your family. Uh, so she will, go through each week and she'll teach you how to prep it. She'll tell you exactly how to prep the chicken, how to contain it 
and how much to do it for the tacos, for the, this, for the, that. Hmm. And then by the time you go to go cook it, like say Tuesday, uh, it's already portioned out and it'll take about 20 minutes, maybe tops to cook it, but you've already done the prep work and it's for all three meals plus the extra. So she gives you cooking styles like Instapot stove top or oven, and you get to choose and it's great. And the dinner fix one that she just came out with, which I haven't cooked out of as much yet. Cause it's brand new. She does two things again. It's very similar. Like yeah. you can cook the beef for this and this, but they're just two very big dinners. So wow. it's practical. You buy all the things and then you can use all those things throughout the week. So that's awesome. It's great. That's so Awesome. Yeah. That's one of the things also that I'm just, I suck at is making meals. It's like, I wait till like six o'clock at night. And then I'm like, Oh, I, <laughs> I got to cook. I got to cook something like Go I really- to get that book. <laughs> cook once eat all week. It's one of my, I tell my clients about it all the time. And they're like, if I don't get anything out of anything, I at least got this book. Like that's how yeah. great the book is. It that's really awesome. is. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that's one thing I'm definitely going to check into. Look at all these like life hacks. I'm learning fold laundry in your car, <laughs> cook once eat all week. This is great. So good. Yeah. Don't bring your kids to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that one I already knew. <laughs> and the and, yeah, this is true. And the clothing, the clothing thing. Yes. Yes. Clothing thing. That one's also so good. I love it. Um, okay. So how can a mom figure out what to prioritize at home and in her business? And how should she decide like kind of what comes when and why? So I tell my clients that I coach to do like the most important things first, like her, their MITs. Yeah. Uh, so the way that I explain it is you pick three things that are very important non-negotiables for what you need to do that day. And you look at them and you're like, all right, how much time is it going to take me to do these? Right. And then the next three things are the things that are important things, like things that you would really like to get done, but you may not get to. And so basically what you do is you go through and you get those non-negotiable things you get those done first and then you move on to the next thing and you set timers for yourself. Like if you're allotting an hour for this, that's it. If you're allotting 20 minutes for this, that's it. And move on to the next thing. Uh, And so once your day is done, you look at your list, like what did you get done? And so anything that's very important that Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you get your top three done. And then the smoke detector goes off. Someone knocks at your door. Like things happen when you're a mom. Yeah if you're interrupted, you might not get as much done. So the things that are important, the the next three things, those go into your very important for the next day. Hmm. So you don't keep kicking them down the curve. Like, Nope, I didn't get these done today. I'm going to do them tomorrow and then add on to it. And so balancing the mom stuff and the work stuff, you want to make sure that and that could be a mix of things that that very important top three things could be like cook dinner or, you know, do my laundry. It doesn't have to be business oriented, but you want to make sure that you're in very intentional with your time and also be forgiving. And the best thing to do at the end of the day is to look at it and ask yourself, like, how did this make me feel? Like when I completed the task, like, was this something I liked doing? Is this something I could delegate out? Is this something that I needed more time? 
you know, and just look at it because if it's something that doesn't bring you joy or you're like, oh, I really hated that. Like I need to come up with a different idea <laughs> yeah. or, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Like I could work this in elsewhere, you know, just look at it and reevaluate it. That way yeah. you can prepare yourself a little differently. All right. So what simple tips can you share with the mom that's listening to this episode that really wants to excel with her business and her home life? Like she doesn't want to necessarily like stop having dreams and stop, you know, pursuing like the business that she wants, but she's having a hard time balancing mom life and taking care of her business and all of those things. She's having like a big struggle with setting up like proper systems. What would you suggest for her? Well, automation is key. Taking the time to automate your systems and make sure that like your systems are working for you takes so much pressure off of you. And yes, there's some time in the front end and maybe some money to get somebody to set those up. And when I work with my clients, uh, we work on what they want to accomplish. Like, oh, I want an email campaign and I want it to Flowdesk is what I use and I'm a big fan. And so it's like, well, we need to automate your systems. So then when somebody clicks on your thing, it sends them an email and you're not doing it manually. And it's, it, it sounds very daunting and hard for most, but once it's done, it's like, then you're good. Like once it's set up, then you're like, oh, I don't have to take the time to do it. Yes. I did it on the front end. So automating your systems is a huge, is a huge deal. And if you're intimidated, it's okay to spend a little bit of money to get it done because you're going to spend so much more time trying to figure it out on your own. Maybe you're getting analysis paralysis where it's just too much for you and you need to walk away and then it never gets done. And then you get upset with yourself because you just can't do it. And it's just like, is it better just to hire someone up front just to get it done? And then, and then you're good because your time is money too, business or mom. And you don't get that back. And so don't waste it. And if you really want to make your business successful, you don't want to keep wasting time trying to figure it out that way. Now, what I would say is if you're going to hire someone to do it, have them walk you through it after it's set up. Tell me how, how to fix it. Tell me how to maintain it because then you could do it and understand it. So if something goes wrong, you don't have to just be like, "Uh oh, and not use it. You're back to square one, but have them teach you how to, how to do it. Record your screen, something like that. And, um, if you're trying to balance it, just be forgiving and give yourself some grace. Like we're moms. Yeah. There's so much like, but also set some boundaries with your kids and your family, because if it's important to you, it should be important to them. It's also really important to show your kids that if it's important to you, then it's, it's a good thing to make time for, and they need to understand that. And they will then stand by that as well and hopefully respect you for it. Yes. If they're little, they're like, Oh, whatever. You're always working. I get that all the time from my kids. Like, don't get on your phone call. Like, listen, like I have to make an important phone call. I'm sorry that it's around you, but I really do need to make it. And it's not something I can move. Um, and they have to understand it. And if it is something that I can move, I do. And showing them that it's important for boundaries as well. Like mommy can't play with you or I can play with you for 20 minutes and then I need to go back to what I'm doing and then I'll come back Mm -hmm. and just being really uh, open and honest with them because it's important to also mold them and get, be a good example for them and not slack off in front of them or also show that like, you know what you're and you, you of course rate it. Like if your kid really needs you, then it's like, all right, this can wait for tomorrow. And that's it. And when you're doing business with others, something stuck with me last year that I heard 
a speaker talk about, and that was, you know, if you're going to walk into a business meeting and you're open and honest, like, Hey, I'm a mom, I'm keeping my phone right here. If the school calls, I am going to have to answer it. And I'm going to have to go if there's a problem. And if they have a problem with that, then you're not going to want to do business with them. Oh, so good. Because if your family is not important to them and, or if they can't understand that, Hey, there are things that come up and they can't give you grace for it. Do you really want to do business with those people? I don't know. No, because they're not going to hold the same values as you. And if they're like, totally understand, I got kids guys. Great. Yeah. You know? Maybe nothing will happen, but setting the expectation because you want to do business with people that are going to also have the same values as you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I love that. And I also love that you're saying like, don't be like, don't feel guilty about it. Like set boundaries with your kids and like what is important to you should be important to them. Like, I love that because it feels like as moms, like we just put everything on the back burner, right? Like it's like, oh, well, I'm a mom now, so my goals, my dreams, they're done now until my kids are like 18, but it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. No, like you, because when they're 18, when they're 18, then you got to start, start now, just (laughs) eke your way up because by the time they're 18, at least you got something started. I, I find like, we like to compare ourselves to other standards too. Like, like, you know how you'll see that mom on social media and she's got like, 121,000 followers. And it's like, Oh geez, like, what am I doing wrong? And it's like, you don't need to be like that. Like you're doing a good job right where you're at and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. If you're working towards your dreams while still maintaining your family and taking care of things and being the amazing person that you are, you're doing a superb job. And I think that deserves some credit. Absolutely. hundred percent. Give yourself some grace. You're doing your best. Yeah. You're doing your best. Yeah. Um, okay. So last thought, I'm just wondering if you could tell me a little bit about the chaos control system family playbook. Yeah. So basically when mom is trying to work or do something on her own, it's mommy, this, where's this, where's that? When you're just like, I need 20 minutes. Yeah. So this is a 188 page. It's a digital, you could print it out if you want. You, it's also a PDF where you could type into it. And it's literally anything and everything someone would ever need from warranties on your car to schedules, to behavior. When you drop someone off, like your kid off and like what's acceptable, what's not because kids try to manipulate Yeah. to staples to, I mean, you name it, it's in there. Yeah. And, um, it's, it, it takes some time to fill out and we can always walk through it together and, and do it. Uh, but once it's done, you can leave it in your kitchen. Like think about how many lists you make before you go out of town. Or even if you're just going to go out like and have a drink with a girlfriend, like how many lists you make. And then when you get home, what happens to that list? It disappears. It gets thrown away. And then what yeah. happens the next time you go, well, you're going to write out the list again. <laughs> yeah. So might as well just have it sit. Like if it's going to be pretty much the same and that's why it's a PDF because you could just go to the page, change it like school information changes every year for most. Uh, then you just print that out and insert it in there instead, instead of redoing the entire like section or the same book and it's color coded and it's hyperlinked. And so it's just to help have a standard operating procedure for your home, because if you're not around, then you will stress. You'll be like, Oh no, I forgot to tell them this or that. Well, if it's down on paper, I would even say like, check the book. And if you've checked the book, then call me, you know, that's good. Because you don't want to get texted all day long and, right. you know, where are you coming or where's this, where's that? Like, yeah. 
it's obnoxious. Like if anyone watches my kids are like, Hey, do you know where this is? Or do you know where this is? I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's where it belongs. It's here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where can somebody find that? So you can find it on chaosandcookies.com, my website. Uh, you can find me at the Heather Greco or um, Chaos and Cookies on uh, Instagram. And uh, you can get yourself a free pocket playbook, uh, which is, it's, it's great. I mean, it has all the essential information for like emergency contact info, medical information, things that are really essential. It's very detailed. And that's a, a freebie that you guys can go grab. That's awesome. Okay. And that's on your website too. Yes. Fantastic. That's so great. Okay. So I'm also going to put uh, links for all of that in the bio. So people can just click on that and, you know, go check it out. I'm so excited to share this episode with my listeners. It's phenomenal. I think you're amazing. I love all of the information that you have. You're just, you're just like a wealth of knowledge and I just love it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for being on the Genuine Mom Club podcast. Absolutely. Well, I hope to come back soon. We'll, we'll definitely be having you back soon. <laughs> That's for sure. Thank you. Uh, all right. A huge shout out to Heather for joining us today on the Genuine Mom Club podcast. I so appreciate her taking time out of her busy day to share with us some amazing tips to help us be able to balance our lives a little bit better. If you haven't already, make sure to follow her over on social media. And I have put all of her information in the show notes so that you can just pop right in there and be able to you know, look at her website, get your free pocket playbook and all of those amazing things. If you haven't already, subscribe to her podcast. And oh yeah, P.S., please subscribe to mine as well, the Genuine Mom Club podcast. Oh, thanks you so much for listening in today. Have an amazing day. And remember, you're doing such a great job. All right, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.